0: Hey, what's up? This is Bobby Hoyt from Millennial Money Man. I am doing a podcast for the first time for this brand and it's been something that I've wanted to do for a long time. However, it's not, I never wanna do a super boring kind of interview podcast. That's why I've avoided doing it. And I've told the audience that I was gonna do it many, many times over the years and I had never did it. So here we are and I've got some wonderful people with me that are gonna be doing this podcast with me. And it's mostly because I made them. Thanks, Dad. Uh, Yeah, Because, you know, I've just kind of feel, feel like if they're employees and you say, do this, like sometimes they can't say no. So they're here, they're gonna do the podcast with me. I've got Ariel, I've got Michael. Uh, and basically, a lot of stuff has changed with the brand over the last several years. If you have been following for many years, it was just me kind of writing stuff randomly about personal finance. Over the years, I've really felt like making more money is probably the most important thing you can do is, you know, in your personal finance journey. And so we've changed it a lot. We brought in Michael, We Ariel's been with me forever, uh, but we've really changed a lot of the site and how it works. And now we're really a make money brand. That's what we focus on. We help people make more money in a lot of different ways, side hustles, investing, freelancing, online business. And that's kind of what we do now. So I don't know if Michael told me I had to do an intro, so I don't know exactly what else I'm supposed to be talking about. However, I will say that this podcast is called Questionable Decisions. And the reason that we started this podcast is because Michael bought a $200 pepper grinder and we made fun of him a lot for it. At least I think that's why we started it. I'm not actually sure it was Ariel's idea. That's
1: exactly why we started this podcast.
0: (laughs) Yes. So we're going to be talking about questionable financial decisions and that's it. Michael, how did I do? Great. Thank you.
2: Questionable Decisions.
0: Okay, so here's what we're starting with, right? This is kind of like a very very important topic right now in this country, the Powerball, which I honestly, I didn't, I don't know if anybody else did the Powerball. Like, I don't know if you guys get tickets for that or not. Uh, I did not do it. And I've probably done it maybe once or twice in my life, but it seems like the number just keeps getting like way, way higher. And so recently, 1.9 billion, uh, everybody probably has thought about like what they would do with it, but we're going to start with an article that's on CNBC Make It that is about basically what would you do with it, but it's Mark Cuban and Kevin O'Leary's take. And if you don't know who they are, you should watch Shark Tank. It's pretty dope. Here's what Mark Cuban says. He thinks that if you were going to get all of that money, you should keep most of it in the bank rather than risking it on investments that might not pay off because you don't become a smart investor when you win the lottery. I don't know if that's true or not, but I think you get, so 1.9 billion, how much do you think you get on that? I was like less than half, uh, maybe 600 million or something. Yeah, so some kind of, CNBC says 934.8, it's 900, it's a ton of money. But he thinks that you should just offset inflation and put it into a low cost S&P 500 index fund and let it grow long-term. He basically likes index funds. Here's what Kevin O'Leary, who I like more, if I'm gonna be totally honest here, he says, take the lump sum, do not spend it. Pay yourself an annuity, And put the excess cash flow to work for you more money up front means more to invest and grow so he thinks you should just start investing even if you're even if you're dumb you know just get in there and then he said to grow it put it in low volatility dividend paying stocks and the lump sum you get less than the annuity but you're going to be able to take advantage of compound interest right away they both agree that you should not spend a lot of money which i think is a terrible take. I think you should spend a ton of money
2: very quickly. Yeah, sure. You just made yes. $600 million. So let's just start with some of those figures. The take home of it is roughly just under a billion. Then you're yeah. going to be taxed at 37%. So you're, you're coming home with like, let's call it 600 million, right? That's what's going to, if you take the lump sum, first off, do we all agree lump sum? Like, I think you have to, I'm not waiting. Absolutely. For that. Yeah. So you take the lump sum, you get taxed on it. I actually, would like to start with the fact that none of us none of you no one should ever be playing the powerball <laughs> i think your odds of winning are like one in 300 million and there's like 300 and some odd million people in america i always think about it like if you've ever flown on an airplane you look down you see how like the thousands and thousands of houses it's like one person in one of those houses could win so obviously yeah. not a, a sound financial strategy but if you want to do it for fun please don't stake your life on the results of the powerball but i think i agree that you're never going to out invest an index like the s p 500 i'd probably would put a lot of it there to let it grow steadily but you want to have fun and you want to like invest in things you believe in or that interest you i'm sure everybody thinks this but i kind of think i would sort of know what to do with it you'd let a lot of it sit there you'd spend some of it and you'd invest some of it but I've also never won 600 million dollars so i don't know
1: i want to go back to your point about why you shouldn't play the powerball because i just looked it up and you have a higher chance of dying from lightning strike than winning powerball so i mean i think you're
0: totally off on that you should play it every once in a while i think when it gets to like 1.9 billion like just it's
2: okay for fun here's you know i've always thought this they say you should play when it's high as though winning $50 million would be less right. impactful or exciting. And there's less people playing at that point. I, I think like you if you're going to play the Powerball, you play it when it's low. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. no.
0: That's not as much fun. That's boring. Like you want to be part of it. You want to be part of it. And do we, do we need to say that this is not financial advice? Is anybody going to say that before we actually get into the podcast?
1: This is not nothing, financial nothing, advice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like Michael just gave some non-financial financial advice. Nothing that we say here, please don't do anything that we say at all ever
1: unless it's play the Powerball when it's low versus when it's high
0: you have to play it when it's high and i think okay. that it's not even a question and i think i think what you said michael is like extremely reserved i thought you were going to say something wild that was uh that was way different than what i was expecting i'm getting bodyguards that's the first thing i'm doing
1: bodyguards do you have like yeah. people in your life that you feel who would be a threat to you
0: I don't, but I would find them really quickly if I, if yeah. I won 600 or $700 million, like they would you come your out.
2: high school yearbook, you'll, you'll see all the people who are going to be coming out. I
0: think I've thought about this. I think what you do, you get, you get some kind of, you get security, maybe two of them one during the day and one at night or one that lives with you. Not really sure. I think you, you gotta move. Like you gotta move quickly. You gotta set up an LLC. You gotta buy the house in the LLC. You gotta get something with security cameras. Like. My paranoia would go off
2: the charts. Are you like keeping this in cash, like with you at all times? Why do you need the security? But no, it's just because Someone people or something. Yeah, they might ask for.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You, I, this is real, real stuff. So I think you got to go kind of into hiding for a little bit until, like, I think you got to do some stuff like that. You got well, here's go the other thing. You
2: hard don't hard. have to. They don't. You don't have to reveal yourself. You can win the Powerball and no one knows who you are. It depends on what state you're in. I think. I Don't oh. quote me on that. But I think depending on the state
0: they disclose it or they don't disclose it. I don't know. Somebody could back check me on that, but I read that in something the other day.
2: Well, let's assume that you're in a state where you don't have to be known. Are you, who are you telling? How close I to best are you keeping it?
0: I'm not even telling my wife. I'm not telling anybody. We're <laughs> just moving. There's going to be security that comes in and that's it. Like that's just people are going to things are just going to change. And I'll tell her when the time feels right for her on safety.
1: I feel like I'm an oversharer, like accidental oversharer. That I would just be like picking a kid up from school and accidentally say, like, "I won the two million dollar jackpot."
2: You would like how's agree. your
1: week going? And then yeah. that would come out. So you would not last you'd be, long.
2: You'd be shopping at Aldi.
1: Yes, I would.
2: Talking to the uh, less fortunate you yeah you wouldn't make it long i would real, be passing my
1: cart along though you know without asking for their 25 cents at that point oh that's nice yeah. that's yeah. how you yeah. would
2: that's how you'd spread some good in the world you'd yes. leave your quarter in the cart
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah
0: everybody always says like get a, get an attorney which I, I i agree with that part get an attorney i like think you if you this don't is not legal advice this is get an accountant not yeah advice. nothing here is what you would don't yeah don't go do this but you could go do this
2: um it's so you get those legal advice to hire an attorney like can we at least Yeah, i think think we can say that yeah
0: people say get a financial advisor i don't agree with that i think you don't don't do that right away because i think that there's a lot of financial advisors that like if you don't if you are in a position where you have that much money and you don't know what to do with it at all like giving it to somebody that you don't know very well is not a good idea so i think you keep it in cash for a while like i think you just lay low don't die don't get kidnapped for a long time until like everything kind of smooths over and then you go and buy like a mini horse or something like that in a mansion.
1: Yeah. So if we're talking about buying mini horses and mansions and bodyguards, what else would you do with your money? Like what else would you guys do oh, with, man. you know, $600 million? I
0: see. I'm like, I might not even invest it right up. Like it's so much money. Like unless you just start spending wild amounts of money, like you don't even, even if inflation eats away at it, like you're not going to run out of money if you just don't become like if you're not like Mike Tyson and you just start buying like every exotic animal. And I, I think that I would definitely buy a mansion for sure. Mm-hmm. But, and I would buy, I would buy at least I'd buy two or three. I think real estate's a good play here. I think you buy two or three properties and then I think you maybe, maybe you put it in an index fund or something boring like that. And, and I think you keep a lot of it cash. I would keep a ton of well, it that's cash.
2: why. That's, again, I've never been in the position, money makes people do crazy things. But to me, it seems like if you just literally got the money, you took $600 million, you stuck it into a money market account. You put it at Schwab, and you you don't do anything. You don't invest it. You don't have to decide any of that. Over one year, it'll make you $10 million. Like, you can just relax. And if you want to, I think what's kind of cool about the idea of that is you could lean into the things that interest you you know that real estate is something that's successful. You buy one house and you flip it, or you buy one apartment building and you you kind of figure it out in a sort of, I feel like it'd be fun to have that much money is what I feel like. Oh my like. gosh, people I think feel, so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think people feel like that's... they need to take 600 million and turn it into a billion. Like, what if you didn't? What if you just sort of did things that interest you and and you know aligned with what you wanted to do? I feel like that's what i do. Would I buy a cool car and a, and a house? Yeah. But would I buy a $10 million mm. house? Probably not. I'd probably, I'd probably want to start in kind of an incremental way. Um, and well, it, I would it seems like going to your house. <laughs> we didn't boring. both win $600 million. <laughs> so I, think, I think I'm gonna have a nicer house than you at that point. Yeah, that's probably true. All right. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I mean, I, I just, I wouldn't spend a lot. I mean, I don't know. I would spend a lot, but I wouldn't invest a lot. I would maybe do some angel investing maybe, Yeah, I Mm -hmm. just, but I do think you're right, Michael. I think it's like you do some stuff you're interested in. Cause I'm not trying to go and start like a, like some kind of like hedge fund or real estate investing firm or something boring like that. Like you're rich as hell. Like just go be rich, you know? I mean, going back to the,
1: going back to like the initial prompt in terms of which Mm -hmm. is better, you know, who has got better advice there. So your advice is screw investing altogether or, you know, don't yeah, make I mean, that I would, your priority. Well, make it
2: your, it's, it's play money at the time. You have a, you have a mm-hmm. sandbox to play in. I, that's what I've always thought is, you know, your money will make money for yourself if it literally sits well in a money market account, you know, at a 1.7% annual r- return, but even in the S and P 500, like that's a safe bet. You know, there's not many things that be that over time. So that is where I'd likely want to put the the bulk of just letting it sit there, make a little bit of money but to bobby's point i think angel investing and picking things that interest you and things that you know ignite your your passions like you have fun money at that point you don't need to turn it into three billion dollars if you don't want to Mm -hmm. and i think honestly when you see the horror stories from people who win the lottery it's because they go absolutely insane they they go to vegas they buy the lamborghinis they blow it up their nose like it's uh it's not because they made unsound investment decisions. Uh, <laughs> well, they invested their through, money in
1: something. It was just yeah. not the right investment. Really. But even
0: even if you did that, so this says $934 million, like you could go crazy for a long time and still not run out of money. Like you just have to do somebody, I think where a lot of people, they get screwed by somebody they trust that's like, oh, let me invest this money for you in some cool business opportunity. And then they just steal it. Like that happens mm-hmm. to athletes all the time. I think that's where you get screwed. But I think the most important thing is to to not die.
1: Right. Will you like f- figure out a way to cryogenically freeze yourself? Or No, like... I just
0: mean it. I mean immediately not
2: die. Like
1: oh, you okay. got to protect okay. yourself.
0: I <laughs> very, very paranoid
2: about this. $600 million is $1 million a month for 50 years. Yeah.
0: So even if you just invested like a small portion of that, like, yeah. I don't know. Say, you know what, Joe Rogan, I think is a good example of, what I think people turn into when they have a lot, not because he wasn't a, like a, an Elon Musk business type of person. Cause I think Elon would take it and like, just go start some other massive company or something or buy something. But like Joe Rogan was a comedian, relatively like normal person. Then he got a hundred million from Spotify. What you see him do is like, he invests in companies that align with his interests, like supplement companies and athletic stuff and like mma stuff or whatever i don't
2: know what well, I'm and, and also he builds like the <clears throat> coolest studio that he loves to go to with cool shit, yeah, know, yeah yeah yeah. building it and interviews people for three hours a day like it's just all aligned with stuff that he likes to do and i think that's where people whether you have 600 million dollars or whether you have a million dollars there's this kind of wisdom of the world that says you know you have to you have to choose a money manager who you know can really diversify you and do all this kind of stuff and it's like well yeah that's one way to make money it's also a way to not know what your money's doing and you know turn over your the decisions about that money to someone else or you can choose the things that you do know about or things you want to learn about and invest in a way that keeps you involved with your money's success and keeps you happy too Um, i think people who just you know ship all their money off to a money manager and are afraid to spend it or afraid to you know do anything with it that aligns with their passions what fun is that it's not fun
0: have have you said what you would do did we ask you yet because i feel like you're one of those people that just give it all away or something
1: i would not give it all away i would have a lot of fun with it i would probably uh buy some cool old cars what kind of old cars though like um a 69 fastback mustang
0: okay i didn't see this coming all right yeah
1: i would have an old (laughs) porsche call larry and figure out you know what to get Mm. Uh, larry's
0: like he's our tech guy if anybody is wondering he's randomly saying people's names
1: there'd be some other ones probably like just you know like whatever mood you're in you would have a car to drive to aldi or you know the bank to withdraw more money uh yeah yarn um lots of travel i think
2: what's the most and i think we've talked about this offline before but what's the most expensive yarn out there
1: uh, the most expensive yarn out there, uh, Quivet maybe, I think.
2: And isn't it like some, some animal spins it in their, in their little nest or something?
1: Uh, Quivet is from a bison, I believe. I'm looking this up right now. I feel bad that what I What if you just bought, remember. what
2: if you bought farmland with those bison on it and you had an unlimited supply of it? And you I think a Ted Turner
1: thing. owns a lot of the land where bison are right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really like quibbit, so I probably wouldn't buy, no. you know, bison farm, but small alpaca, some sheep would be good.
0: Okay. So this is like super eclectic. You're just like Joe Rogan, by the way. He he bought a lot of cars. So I don't know if you identify. I've always Stroller said that about Rogan. Ariel.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: You're just like him. And he was like, I have a lot of cars because I have a few money. And so that was it. So
2: now. I.
1: This is know. like the most hurtful thing you could ever say to me right now.
2: And see, I, I <laughs> find,
1: sorry.
2: I find having cars to be like stressful i wouldn't want i'd want to pick like two cars tops you know what i might do? I, I might like um like some kick-ass rv or something like some like baller thing to like travel the us in with like a hot tub on the roof and not secure enough
1: yeah i don't know about that <laughs> bobby's
2: got a lot of concerns about someone taking him out
1: i feel like bobby Dude. stays up at night like this is what wakes him up in the middle of the night
0: Well, it could have something to do with Michael uh, deeply researching me before he came into the company and made me extremely uncomfortable with that. I don't know. I could be traumatized by something like that. Who knows?
2: Well, we don't have time to get near trauma, so I think maybe we move on. Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I wanted to talk about recently Elon bought Twitter and they laid off lots of people and after the big wave of people that they laid off, We've kind of seen this back and forth, and every couple of days this crops up. There's some employee who kind of shoots off at the mouth on Twitter, says something about the company or about Elon, and he fires them several times. It's like, let them know on Twitter. The podcast is called Questionable Decisions. This is my first questionable decision that I posed the two of you. What do you think about that decision? Good or bad?
0: Actually, I'm going to go first. There. I'm yeah, going to go first yeah. first.
2: yeah
1: i think that first of all i think kudos to them I, you know i i don't think that i would do it i think it takes a special person to you know quit publicly like that because they know that they're going to quit right like they know that's what's happening instead of turning in their the two first one did. Notice. well probably not the first one but everybody else after the fact has seen that so why not go out that way and then i feel like these people all are going to have I don't know i i feel like they're gonna have a great job here in the next few weeks like the this like not martyrdom but this uh i quit twitter this way this is how i quit yeah. my job this yeah, is how tech, i got the tech market's
2: looking really great right now i'm sure that the prospects are, are fantastic <laughs>
1: well maybe they'll go they'll pivot and do something else you know they'll. it's not uh, the
2: greatest time of all time to make that decision but yes bobby what do you think about your employees saying like if you're going to go out go out guns a blazing. <laughs>
0: dude well ariel's already she's already come at me on facebook but she does it in a way that i can't i can't actually like fire her for because she is so sarcastic that i'm like uh, i don't think that that's real you know so it's one of those like she's very crafty at it but i think she's wild i think you're wildly wrong here ariel really yeah what do, like i think that these people are dumb like i don't think that they did if you watch okay if you not all of them i think that there are some that are like i'm going to go out and the you know flame what is that blazing like flame of glory. glory whatever mm-hmm. i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna prove this point or whatever but if you read some of the tweets from some of the people that have done this they they like didn't see it coming they're like oh, oh okay. i got fired and this sucks you know like how it they are totally shocked that there was some kind of like real world consequence for them talking shit about their new boss
1: i mean I think, I think then they would get fired in any other way like i would expect that the majority of people who got fired over twitter this way they knew what was going to happen but the ones who didn't i mean they were going to there was going to be another reason for them to be fired if they're that stupid that's
0: probably true i actually think that elon i don't know it's hard to tell with him because i don't i i can't tell i mean obviously he's smart i mean you have to be smart to do what he's done i kind of feel like he was doing some of that on purpose to like suss people out a little bit because like Mm -hmm. he was talking crap about he actually he tweeted some stuff about how their how twitter works and he was wrong like he actually was wrong so i don't know if he did that on purpose or if he was like he did that and then he, he found all these people that were like quote tweeting him and then just like he was like oh i should fire these people because it's a bad culture fit and then he kept doing it he has been kind of doing it in a strange way it's been a weird thing to like watch it watch usually this stuff happens internally and you don't see it
1: but mm-hmm. this is happening
0: on a very public stage so i just don't think generally speaking it's a good i think twitter I think Twitter is sometimes bad for society. And I think that it really causes people to say whatever comes to their mind without thinking about it. Because mm-hmm. this is not like, these are not the first people that have like faced real consequences from saying things on Twitter. So I think, I don't know, I feel like if you work at Twitter and you do that and you're surprised, then yeah, you're probably dumb, right?
2: Well, I don't know about dumb. I mean, they're obviously... Well, I don't know about obviously, but I I would assume that many of them are intelligent. I think there's two parts of this that are fascinating. Number one, a company like Twitter now being private versus public. A public company has to run every decision they make, every feature that they ship, even something like layoffs, through what it would do to their stock price. Like that, That is the filter that they think through. Elon bought Twitter. It's private now. And... I, I kind of have to remind myself when I see some of the headlines, it's like, oh, crap, well, that probably hurt Twitter. It's like, n- no, not not if it doesn't ultimately hurt Twitter, because there are no investors in, in Twitter right now, or there's no open investors on the stock market. I find that very interesting to see. And, Bobby, you also mentioned that a lot of times this stuff happens in private. Well, what's funny is not only is it not happening in private, it's happening on Twitter, which is the product that is the company, so there's like so many layers of just interest there. But Very Meta, alter, Oh, but speaking of, <laughs> speaking of people laying <laughs> off, lots of people. Yeah. I think the other thing here is, that's fascinating is, and, and I I come from some startups. Definitely no no Twitter, but there is a real Silicon Valley like San Francisco type startups culture. Uh, a public persona of being kind of like, you know, a little entitled. They make uh, huge salaries. They they all think that uh, they are God's gift to the company. And so in my mind, what I saw was um, a, quite a sense of entitlement to the job that it was like, how dare I be fired? How dare he fire all these people? How dare... Um, all these layoffs happen. That's kind of what a company is. It is the real world. A a company's job is to make money, especially now when they've been taken private and they have to make money, whereas before they could just bleed money. So yeah, I I think it's very idiotic to publicly attack or call out your boss in public. And yeah, maybe some of them knew that was going to happen. I honestly think that many of them didn't. They did not think that that would be the repercussions for their actions, but... In my opinion, uh, those are quite questionable decisions to send send that tweet.
1: (laughs) I mean, I I will agree that it is questionable. I I mean, I think it would take, (laughs) even if you were expecting this to happen, it would take a very special type of person to Mm. feel like they could do this. I mean, I, I cannot even imagine opening up your computer or like pulling out your phone and like, here's what I'm gonna do right now publicly try to i mean crash Mm. and burn my career like that would be i can't imagine doing it but there's something about the guts that it would take to do that sort of a thing
2: well you know there's also no other public figure none and this is elon before he bought twitter who is as involved and as vocal and and on twitter as elon and so i think a lot of the, the twitter employees likely thought that either it wouldn't be seen or it wouldn't be if they made a statement it wouldn't be fact checked But on several of these people who have called out Elon, they would say something and he'd come back with the receipts. Like he'd bring the stats to refute them. There was the one recently about how much free meals were costing. And he said it costs $400 a person a meal. And someone said, I worked for that department and that's not true. And he like came back with like basically the receipts like he owns the company he has the figures and so i don't think you do yourself any favors by just grandstanding or like virtue signaling on twitter when your boss will call you out and he has the information to review what you're saying i feel so like that's I, just that's getting into really uh idiotic territory when you when you kind of make those kinds of statements
1: now i do have a question about that because that's one thing that i thought about is he like is it him is he reading everything or does he have a team who's like scouring twitter for this like what is
0: i think it's him i think it's him which is i i actually do i because i've thought about that too i'm like how does this man have time because i've looked at his tweets and replies because like if you look at just his tweets like he it seems like he only tweets a little bit you look at his tweets and replies that man is in threads constantly tweeting about stuff and it's like he has 10 kids right he owns multiple companies how is he doing this I don't I think that this this is an accusation I think he's like jacked up on Adderall and like just doesn't ever sleep and I think he's just like this is what he does all the time but I do think well, like
1: when you're that rich you disclaimer fall fashions, disclaimer you disclaimer know? disclaimers.
0: I don't know if he's on an Adderall or and not that Adderall's bad
2: I'm not saying anything about it but I do th- Elon we we like you please don't find this podcast and sue us uh, we, we, we don't know what what uh <laughs> yeah. medications you're on but uh...
0: I do think that there probably were a lot of people that did it and thought like i'm gonna get fired i'm gonna go down in this you know this flame but i don't think that any of them really expected him to be like tweeting back at them or tweeting to other people yeah i just fired that person that part is surprising and i think it's kind of i think it's kind of weird i think it's i kind of think it's a questionable decision from elon other than it's good content
1: yeah yeah i feel like if i if you were the type of person any of us or anyone did it quit in this fashion and had your boss tweet back at you like peace out i would frame this like somewhere in your house like this would need to be
2: for sure they're doing that
1: that's brilliant they're framing it it'd be your christmas card for the year you know (laughs) here's what happened
0: maybe you aren't maybe you aren't actually wrong ariel but i just i don't know i just think i I think it's, I think it's a mix. I think it's a mix of people that were doing it on purpose. And I think it's a mix of people that are just like, just thought nothing would happen, which is do, wild.
1: Do we know how many people have done this? Is there any like stats on the number of people who quit this way or called I, them out?
0: I don't know. I've se- I've personally have only seen like three, but I'm sure there's yeah, plenty more than that.
2: It feels like probably like five total tops, um, kind of public, public tweets that I've seen.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
2: So uh so on exactly. this on on this decision, Ariel, are you sticking with your
1: I mean my my verdict is that it is questionable, but I support these people for making it because I think that they probably knew what they were doing.
2: Okay. Bobby, Actively. what about you?
0: Questionable I, or not? I think it's super questionable. I think it's funny too. Which I yeah. don't know if I yeah, should I say that, but I think it's hilarious. Well,
2: I think it's questionable, hilarious, and I do not support these people. <laughs>
1: But if you're listening, we would love to interview you. (laughs) Find out why you decided to do this.
2: Oh, that would be hilarious.
0: I would have to probably not say anything. I would be super embarrassed because I'd be like, I said you were stupid. So I wouldn't talk in that podcast.
1: All right. That was it. We'll be back in the future with more. And thanks for listening.